0: You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia.
1: From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Governor Ralph Northam says Virginia's National Guard forces will remain deployed in Washington, D.C. until President-elect Joe Biden is inaugurated on January 20th. Virginia State Police will also remain at the nation's capital. On Wednesday, Northam sent members of the National Guard and 200 state troopers to assist local law enforcement in subduing a mob of pro-Trump extremists that breached the U.S. Capitol. National Guard members from Maryland and New Jersey were also deployed, along with the 1,100 troops from Washington, D.C.'s National Guard. Black clergy with the Virginia Interfaith Center condemned the siege at the U.S. Capitol building. The group had scheduled a press conference Thursday morning to announce their support for abolishing the death penalty. Whitney Evans reports.
0: Rev. Lakeisha Cook, a former pastor at St. Paul's Baptist Church in Richmond, called Wednesday a day of extremes.
1: We woke to the final results of the election in Georgia, where the people elected the first African-American and the first Jewish senator in the history of their faith. As the day progressed, we watched in horror as domestic terrorists invaded the U.S. Capitol.
0: Cook tied much of the violence to the country's dark history of racism. The largely white group of pro-Trump extremists breached the Capitol building with what appeared to be little resistance from law enforcement, and a man was photographed with a Confederate flag inside the building. Cook said the country will not heal until it acknowledges the wound of racism. Whitney Evans, VPM News.
1: Senator Tim Kaine told reporters yesterday that he was appalled by the violent mob that breached the U.S. Capitol. Kaine was also upset at his Republican colleagues, whose objections to the presidential election results, he says, incited the break-in.
0: It was so discouraging to see these senators preaching lies about the election being stolen, or that people have questions about an election. You know, you cannot preach lies for months and then use the fact that people believe in lies as a reason to say we need an investigation.
1: Senator Mark Warner is also calling for a full and thorough investigation of the insurrection. He's the future chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee. There was not the kind of preparation that I had been promised literally the night before by a senior official at the FBI. Warner says the pictures of insurrectionists walking the halls of Congress play directly into the hands of foreign adversaries like Russia and China whose goal, he says, is to undermine Americans' faith in democracy. Last year's gun rally drew tens of thousands of people to downtown Richmond, including members of far-right groups like the Proud Boys. This year, the event's organizer says gun rights activists will protest from cars and buses on January 18th. Ben Pavier has more.
0: The pro-gun Virginia Citizens Defense League is organizing a caravan that will travel in waves down Broad Street towards the Capitol. Philip Van Cleef heads the group. Our our stuff's always been peaceful. We've never had a single problem in all the years we've been doing this. Still, the FBI arrested three alleged insurrectionists just days before last year's rally. Brian Moran is Virginia's Secretary of Public Safety. What we do this year will be done in a very coordinated fashion. It'll be done in light of what
1: intelligence and information we receive.
0: Republican Mike Dickinson, a former Richmond City Council candidate, is planning his own rally at Lee Monument. These events will take place just two days before President-elect Joe Biden is sworn in. Ben Pavier, VPM News.
1: An average of 120 Richmonders are now testing positive for COVID-19 each day. As Roberta Roldan reports, the city is continuing to see new peaks of coronavirus transmission.
0: Health officials say some of the increased spread can be attributed to people traveling or gathering with family for the holidays. But Dr. Danny Avula, who heads the Richmond and Henrico Health Districts, says things are likely to get worse. And Avula says the rising cases of COVID-19 are taxing essential services. We're seeing
1: clusters and outbreaks in hospitals and our core governmental services that are really starting to create operational concerns.
0: Data from the Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association shows that nearly 60% of Virginia's ICU beds are currently in use. During the city's weekly COVID-19 update, Richmond Mayor Lavar Stoney said he is hesitant to issue new restrictions with less federal support for workers and businesses. If the numbers continue to rise, he says a city may look for more ways to enforce statewide restrictions. Roberto Roldan, VPM News.
1: VCU Health has released additional restrictions for those visiting patients, citing concerns about increasing COVID-19 cases in the region. Starting today, all in-person visits are suspended at VCU Medical Center, with the following exceptions. One adult visitor is permitted for labor and delivery patients. Doulas are also allowed. Pediatric patients may have two adult visitors and one overnight guest. Care teams will determine the number of visitors for terminally ill patients. Visitors are required to wear ID badges and face masks at all times and must stay in the patient's room for the duration of their visit.
0: This newscast was recorded on
1: Thursday, January 7th at 6 p.m.
0: Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM.
1: VPM.